You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. I am Lisa Oz. And I'm Jill Herzig. And um, today, it's funny, like in the podcast sphere, you think, oh, you know, we're sort of alone in this universe. We're two friends. We're kind of navigating the weird hairpin curves in our lives. And then you discover you are totally not alone in the universe. There are <laughs> We're two, a cliche. We are a big cliche. No, at, we at least have some soul sisters out there. I this feel like true. that's what we discovered. Yes. And one of them is with us today. We are joined by the co-host. Well, first of all, she's the co-founder of Story, which is a brand innovation company, and the co-host of The Sherry and Nancy Show. Nancy Holla, thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, you guys. Hi, Nancy. I'm so, I'm so excited. And yes, we are soul sisters. We know this for sure now. This is this is our third conversation, right? The three of us. Yes, we are all, we are trading around guesting. We and it has been really fun. Let's just appear on each other's podcasts for the rest of our lives. <laughs> we should just throw in the towel and make like four co-hosts of, and right. do one yes. podcast. Let's play That's doubles right. tennis, do the doubles tennis version of podcasting. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. It will be great. Except our voices might get really confusing. Oh, we never be able to have a guest on because we all just talk so much. Um, how did you guys start your podcast? I know you were friends for a gazillion years. What made you want to do a podcast of all things? Yeah, of all things, that's a great question. Yes, Sherry and I have been friends for about thirty years, and we have had a front row seat to each other's ups and downs. And, and, and I like that, that phrase you use, Jill, hairpin turns. Um, and we, you know, we've, we've been having the same kind of the same conversation in different iterations for years and years. You know, it's always about, you know, what do we really want out of life and out of love and out of, and out of, and what, how, how, how big can our imaginations grow and, and what more can we do? And we, you know, we started out uh, this conversation when we were, you know, much younger. And so it's only grown, right? And sort of like the horizons have only expanded. So we started our company story, which is a, it's a media company and a branding company. And um, we were, we were literally sitting around one day talking about ways to, to grow a community, ways to have this conversation that she and I had been having with more people. 
and kind of hatched this idea of let's start a podcast. And at first it was a total, we were really kind of just joking because we didn't know how to do a podcast. I mean, who does? We ordered some microphones from Amazon. <laughs> we were like, let's give this a shot. Now, luckily... My best friend and, and co-host happens to be a producer uh, extraordinaire. She was the executive producer of the Oprah Winfrey Show for 21 years, um, as well as the president of OWN. And so she knows her way around cords and microphones, right? So that Just really a helped bit. me. Just yeah. a little bit. So I thought, okay, cool. Let's give this a shot. And, you know, we're, we're, we are two people who just love each other's stories. I mean, the, the greatest thing about our friendship is we can listen to each other's stories over and over again. I think that's the mark of a true friendship. You know, that you don't, you don't say, yeah, 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 I've heard that before. You say, oh, tell me that again. You know, yeah. tell me that story again, because every time you tell it, it's a new thing. We learn something new about it, pull up a chair, snuggle under a blankie, let's hear that story again. And so it's really, really easy for, for the two of us to just talk and talk and talk and talk. And then because um, Sherry knows so many people in the health and wellness space and the spirituality and happiness space, we're able to get really, really interesting people to come on our show and talk with us, which makes it, you know, fantastic. Just like getting the two of you on, on our podcast. So, I mean, that's where it started. Just this, this notion of let's have this conversation, but let's have it sort of writ large and reach more people. And then lo and behold, you know, wow, the, the response has been kind of amazing. People keep writing into us and saying, you know, not, not, not all women at our stage of life, you guys have really great best friends to talk to. Mm. That's what I'm learning from all the people who are writing in. People are like, oh my gosh, I, I just turn you guys on and it's like I'm having a, a, a conversation with best friends. I wish I had a friend like that in real life. So that's kind of really inspirational to me and heartwarming to me that people feel a sense of community just listening to us talk. It, it is. I mean, it actually makes me a little concerned about how alienated we are from one another. I mean, it's something that particularly women are so good at. This is like our natural talent is bonding this way. And what does yeah. it say if, you know, in our sort of ultra digital world where, you know, some people are really thirsty for friendship. I do want to ask you though about the guests you've had because you've truly had some fantastic people and listening to your podcast, I've gotten a, a ton out of it. Uh, of, of all of those people that kind of, you know, amazing array. What's, who's, who's reached you in a way that's been most powerful? Can you think of like one, one or a couple of well, examples? Well, I can. I can think of one right away. Uh, and just because the, the, the conversation we had turned incredibly personal and intimate for me, and I was not expecting it. So the woman um, is Martha Beck. You guys, I'm sure of are course, familiar with yeah. Martha Beck. She's super, you know, super well-known. She's amazing. One right? of my favorite people in the world. One, one of your favorite people in the world. She is yeah. a, a lovely person. Now, I did not know that much about her. Um, you know, I mean, I, of course, I was aware of her and I, I, I knew of, of her, but I hadn't read all her books. I wasn't, I wasn't immersed in her content the way Sherry was. And it was one of those podcast recordings. This was when Sherry and I both lived in Los Angeles. I lived in West Hollywood. She lived in Los Feliz, about a 40-minute drive. And I, you know, was zooming over to her house. I, I, I show up at the, at the house, rush into the garden room, you know, a few minutes of prep. Okay, got it, got it. Headphones on. And I was not, I really didn't know what to expect, except we're going to have a fabulous conversation because all the conversations are fabulous. And, you know, and it's, it's really easy for me to sort of zig and zag with the people that we have on. And then, and I don't know how this happened to this day. I don't know how it happened. And the name of the, the name of this podcast is called Martha Beck Cracks It Open. And by it, we met me. <laughs> all, all, of a, all of a sudden, 
Martha Beck sort of turned her attention to me because, you know, she's super intuitive. Yeah. You, you know, she's just an intuitive being. And so she turned her attention to me and said, you know, Nancy, can we, can we talk about, um, about your childhood and we talk about your, you know, your, your sense of love and, and, and whether or not you feel lovable. And I was like, okay. And then she had me write some, some things and she gave me writing prompts and she goes, I'm going to take you on a journey. I promise I'm not going to leave you there. I mean, I could get teary just thinking about it. I'm going to take you on a journey. I promise I won't leave you there. It's going to feel like Dante's rings of hell, but I promise I won't leave you there. Okay, okay. And I remember that Cherry was sitting next to me on the couch and she sort of like turned away to like, let me have some private space. And I, and I remember after the recording, I said to her, I don't know if we can ever air that. Hmm. Like, I, like that was maybe because the most intimate personal thing I'd ever discussed in my life with anyone. And, and were you worried about your, your family hearing uh, well, it? Well, about, and- about my, about, it was really came down to, we were talking about love, about falling in love, finding a soulmate partner. And I said to her, you know, I don't know if that's ever going to happen for me. I don't know if that's ever going to happen for me. And, and I, I guess I'm okay with that. You know, I'm 55 years old and, and I've never really been in love. And, uh, you know, I, I would have expected that he would have showed up by now. I'm, I'm a super open person. I'm out in the world. I'm, I'm excited to meet people, but you know, this might not happen for me. And that's when she said, let me take you on a journey. And we went back and sort of excavated all these feelings I had about myself and, you know, growing up and just, uh, just a million things. I can't even recall it, to be honest with you. Um, but it was, it was deeply, deeply personal. Sherry was crying. She was like sitting over there by herself on the mm-hmm. couch crying. And, um, and, you know, she had me write some things and I'm a writer. So that was really easy for me to really like channel. And then she asked me if I was, if I, if I could read it and I did, I read it out loud. But after we taped it, I said to Sherry, I don't know if I, we can ever air that because that feels like crazy personal. And she goes, let me just tell you something. Now, of course, from her Oprah days, she knows. She's like, this is the kind of stuff well, you got We got to get real on this podcast. Like we just, we can't just talk about fluff. Like this is, this is real. And this might actually really be helpful to people to hurt, to hear. I said, okay, I'm not going to ever listen to it. I'm going to mm. trust you, my best friend. You listen to it. If it's terribly embarrassing, you, we can't air it. She goes, I promise. So we did air it and we got the, and the responses that we got were like, like crazy, crazy good. And was it, were people moved mostly because you'd been so open or were, or did they realize that they needed to do this kind of work themselves too? I think, you know, both. I think it was, I think it's refreshing to hear, you know, and, and I know that this is kind of one of the benchmarks of our, of our conversation. It's refreshing for people to hear you be really honest about stuff. Like here we are in the middle of life. We want to make all the rest of our dreams come true. If not, now when? The, the, those are our mantras. But, you know, underneath all that, there's some pain. There's a, some feeling of loss or not good enough or haven't accomplished, you know, everything yet or, you know, a, a lot of different things, a lot of self-doubt and, and a lot of struggle. And so when you talk about things in a real way, I think that everybody, their ears perk, perk up because they feel the same things. You know, you said just a minute ago, Joe, like, I think that people do feel isolated and feel alone. Um, and, and, and I think especially women, you know, if, you, if you've focused your life on raising kids, for example, as many of us do, I've got two children, they're in their 20s, they're launched, they're amazing, we are very close, but they don't live with me anymore. You know, I live alone now, which is weird. Yeah. After, you know what I mean? After living with people your whole life that you're taking care of and cooking three meals a day and, and shuttling people to, uh, you know, music practice and, and, and 
showing up for games and PTA meetings, like all of a sudden, boom, you're, you're kind of not with anyone anymore. And um, I think that women do feel isolated after they reach certain milestones in their lives, like the kids leave the house or they get divorced or their career, you know, they, they retire. You know, there are those milestones or, or their career changes abruptly um, where you feel like, boom, uh, okay, who am I? Who am I? If, if I'm not mom, who am I exactly? You know, so I feel like all of those things are underlying currents in our conversation. And, and that Martha Beck conversation just cracked it open, you know, for me and for a lot of people who are like, you know, yeah, let's talk about some real stuff. Well, when we come back, we're going to dig deeper and find out who Nancy Hollow really is. <laughs> oh. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Before the break, we were talking about a powerful story with Nancy Halla uh, about her experience on the podcast. So I want to just ask you to touch back on that and then transition into story, which is your new life, I guess. Um, but 
based on your experience with with that pod that episode of the podcast and you're living it and Martha unpacking everything about your feeling worthy of love, did you change? Was there a transformative process? Are you now dating Prince Charming? I mean, <laughs> what have has life changed? And then and then I want to segue from that into the whole idea of how stories can change how we see ourselves and the world. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, and one, one of the things that Sherry and I say all the time is, um, is that the stories we tell ourselves are what make our dreams come true. In fact, that was our, our very first sort of a declarative statement when we started our company and named it Story. That, you know, we know for sure that if you, if you are in an endless loop telling yourself the old story about yourself, you know, I'll never find someone, you know, I'm no good at X, Y, Z. I can never do that one thing that I'm scared to do. Then that's, then that's your reality. That's just true. We all know that, you know, you manifest what you tell yourself. It all starts in your own imagination, in your own head. What I didn't realize, and I think that this is probably true for a lot of us, what we don't realize is the, is the extent to which we are constantly telling ourselves a bunch of different stories that we might not even be aware of. You know, so that episode with Martha Beck, was my opportunity to see, to really kind of starkly look at some really negative stories I was telling myself about my own lovability, about my own desirability, um, about my own ability to, to find, to find someone to be in like a loving, supportive partnership with. And it's weird because I would never have said that out loud to anybody. I would have been like, oh, you know, I'll find him. You know, oh yeah, I'm on match.com. I love going on dates, which I do. I love going on dates. I love meeting new people. I'm totally open. And that was what I was saying on the surface, right? But in the depths of my sort of psyche and personality and, and, and feelings and heart, I was saying a much different thing. So I had these two competing stories. And the one that was really winning out was a story of like, listen, it's okay. You're just going to be alone now. You raised your kids. That's, that was really your love work. And on, on this time around, you were meant to be a, you know, a phenomenal mo- mother and have two wonderful children and love them with your whole heart. And that's your love story. And, and, you know, you have a wonderful friends and, and a great family, and that's part of your love story. You're not going to meet the guy. And it's weird how pernicious that voice can be. It is actually quite self-sabotaging. And that, that now I can see, I can look back and say, wow, even when I met guys that probably looked really good on paper, uh, part of me was like, yeah, this will be nice for five minutes. Like, eh, this isn't going to work. Just, you just couldn't believe that, that the story could go in a different yeah. direction. Yeah, I was just really attached, weirdly and wrongly attached to this old story. And again, I think that all of us are attached to old stories in some ways. You know, I'll never I'll never be healthy. You know, I, I, I can never break this habit. I can never do that one thing. I can never go to that one place. Like for me, for example, it's really easy for me to, to, to change my life to move. I just moved to Seattle. Four years prior, I moved from Chicago to Los Angeles. Like it's just not hard for me to uproot and move to different locations. That's a, that it feels very fun for me. Um, yeah. I heard you call yourself a crazy hobo, I think. Uh, yeah. Point. Like, yeah. Like I don't, I don't mind being nomadic in, in, in a certain respect, but for other people, they look at that and say, oh my God, how, you know, it's so brave. How can you do that? It's like, well, you're telling yourself the story that it's so brave and hard and you know, maybe change would be good for you. Right. So like the, the more attached we are to these old stories, the more self-sabotaging they are, I think. 
And that's why like the middle of life is such a great opportunity to like just break free of those shackles and just tell new stories. So is that is that what you're talking about when you discuss the the big dream story when you and you and Sherry talk about that? Yeah, the big well the big dream that's all about the story because I mean a great story starts with a big dream right? So I don't want to just tell a story about how I'm going to lose five pounds. Like that's not a big dream. I want to tell a story about how I'm going to transform into an athlete finally after all these years of wanting to be athletic, really athletic, you know, and not just every once in a while or, you know, three months out of the year, but, you know, be a, be committed to, to, you know, physical, physical fitness and athleticism. So, and I don't want to tell the story about just like dating a, a, a semi-nice guy who I can tolerate for a few months. I want to tell the story about falling in love with my soulmate partner and the man of my dreams. So it's like, the, that's where we started. We challenged each other and ourselves, like, what's the big dream? Which is scary because then you have to really, you know, we call it our moment of reckoning because then you have to get comfortable with the fact that you're not, you're not, you're not there. You're not at your big dream level. So it's like, here's the big dream. And what other stories are we going to tell? What stories are we going to tell to get to that dream? So you you can you can tell these stories, these big dream stories, and you've probably been telling them for I know I've been telling myself the the twenty pound story for our, a good twenty years now. My youngest child is nineteen, so I, you I I don't have a problem articulating a dream or a story. It's getting from there to believing it and acting on it. I think we all tell ourselves stories all the time, but our subconscious stories don't always mesh with our conscious stories that we articulate or even that we that we think we want. There's something going on. How do you guys in this whole story process of transformation get people to actually buy into their dream stories? So that's exactly what we, what Sherry and I talk about all the time, the, the discrepancy between the, the subconscious undermining, sabotaging, you know, voice in your head, you can't do it, you're not good enough, it's never going to work, don't, that, that's crazy talk, don't even try it, and, and, the, and the lip service, right, that you give to the big dream. And that's where, you know, therein lies the problem for all of us, right? It's like, that's the, that's the gray area, that's the discrepancy. And, you know, yeah, I, I, I can be great fun at a cocktail party and, and talk a mile a minute about all these fabulous, fabulous things. And then you go home by yourself and look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, that was a bunch of malarkey. You don't believe any of that. And, and, and you know, wh- how are you going to get there? How are you going to really convince yourself that all those things are true? I mean, I, that's where we started with all this work on our pillars, right? We started with, you know, um, our spirituality p- pillar, just just the, the simple act of meditating twice a day and getting really still and really calm really helps me get get more aligned with the story I want to tell. You know, uh, f- feeling really healthy, feeling physically fit, eating eating plant powered foods. So that all sounds. These are all part of your eight pillars, right? Yeah, we have yes, our Just eight pillars our are really yeah. review. Right. So review we have it, eight yeah. pillars, right? Eight pillars that that, that are all about self care. So. Um, and and we came up with those pillars for this exact reason, though, Lisa, because the story that we're telling ourselves on the outside and the story that we're telling ourselves on the inside, there was like a, a mile wide gap. So how do we how do we close that gap? You know, how do we start taking care of ourselves and honoring ourselves and honoring our desires and our imaginations and dreams 
to the extent that we start manifesting them in real life and believing them for real. It's not as easy as flip a switch. It's not as easy as saying, okay, great, Nancy, you're awesome. You're fantastically perfect. Go, go out and live that great life. It's like, because you don't believe it. That's just more lip service. So for us and for me, for sure, it starts with a lot of self-care. And that's something that I hadn't been focusing on. And I'm not going to just blame it on motherhood, but that is a part of it. You know, when you're, when you're dedicating a lot of your time to caring for others, it's hard to, to look at your own self-care. You know, and and it just and it just is. I just well, I think it's I, I think it's part of our societal definition of motherhood, right? That that there's yeah. some self abnegation in there that you're going to put the care of others ahead of the care of self, and it's hard to feel good about yourself as a mom with those societal messages. It when is. You take some time out for yourself. It really is. I I don't know though. I got. I'm going to be really contrarian here. I'm not sure that self care in parentheses, um, or quotation marks, sorry, um, makes you actually feel better about yourself. Weirdly, like getting massages and, and doing... But is that, like Nancy, making, is that how you're defining self-care? Or is, is your self-care uh, a, a little bit of a sweatier, <laughs> uh, more exhaustive business? I mean, I certainly mean, that Martha Beck moment that you had, if that's self-care, that's self-care that can leave you a little sore. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think real self-care is super challenging. I, I, I love a massage. I don't consider that self-care too much, though. I consider that pampering in a beautiful moment, just like a mani-pedi or a facial. But I mean, like real self-care, like getting to the root of some things that are really bugging you about yourself. And, you know, certainly by the middle of life, you, you can be honest with yourself. Here's what really bugs me about myself. It bugs me when I feel inactive. It bugs me when I feel like I'm a procrastinator, which I am. I'm, I'm a huge procrastinator and it, and it bugs me about myself. You know, it's like, well, well Jesus, Nancy, when are you going to get off your butt and do this thing? And I, then I feel bad about myself. So it's like looking at, you know, health and wellness, spirituality and happiness, romance and sex, friends and family, you know, sanctuary and beauty, adventure and discovery, money and abundance, creativity and innovation. Those are our pillars. Those are really the pillars of like a happy life. You know, it bothers me when I don't write every day because I'm a creative person, but that takes some self-discipline. So I know that, that when I do, when I write every day, when I go to the gym every day, when I eat a huge salad in the middle of the day and not much else, when I connect with a, a friend or a family member, those are things that make me feel better. And when I feel better, I can align more closely with that story, that really good, juicy story I'm telling about my life that I want to align with. When I feel disconnected from myself, I'm disconnected from my better story. Right. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the pillar life of Nancy Halla. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. We've been chatting with co-founder of Story and um, the co-host of the Sherry and Nancy show, Nancy Halla. We touched in the last section, we touched on the pillar life, which is really the foundation of what you guys are all about. And you walked us through um, each one of the pillars. But I'm, I find, and while you're talking about yourself, the procrastinator, I'm like, yeah, check, that's me. But I find that if I have too much stuff going on, like I need to clean my room, I need to exercise, I need to finish my emails, I need to get back to that screenplay that I was supposed to finish. I, I have like 50 projects none of them get done. And so like with the uh, with the eight pillars like I need to meditate, I need to I will put it politely have more sex. I will need to um you know to write more whatever it is. Those eight pillars can be daunting. Is there a way to like do just one? I mean, do we have to do all eight at once? No, we do not. No, Lisa, we do not have to do all eight at once. Let me let me be the voice of relief for you because exactly it was, so this is something we talk about a lot. The pillars are like, I, the way I picture them is, it, is if I'm in the middle of a, of a sort of an open air um, amphitheater and I've got eight pillars sort of surrounding me and I try to touch at least one or two pillars a day. So it's like, it's like a, they're touchstones for me. You know, they're okay, health and wellness. Today I'm going to Orange Theory and I'm going to have a beautiful workout and sweat and I'm going to come back and eat, eat a delicious salad and that's going to be my health and wellness pillar for today. I'm going to touch that one. And I'm also going to reach out and give my mom a call because I haven't talked to her in a week and, I, and she's important to me. That's a friends and family pillar. They're kind of like guideposts, right? And, 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 and they surround me in a loving way, not in a judgmental way, because I know I, I'm, I, you and I are the same. I'm a list maker and I feel overwhelmed because I've got too many things on my list, but that's really not what the pillar life is all about. And, and look, here's the truth. 
not every day are you going to feel like you're humming on each one of these pillars. You're not, you know, but the, but the, the, the trick is to have a few pillars that are shoring you up, you know, and then a couple of the pillars can go to the wayside. And then guess what? You're going to take a look at your creativity and innovation pillar and come up with something, a, a beautiful idea and write it all down. You're going to have a creatively inspired day and that's going to be your creativity day. And that day, maybe you don't get to the gym or maybe you don't get to meditate. So it's like, it, you don't have to have every single one of them every day, but it's nice to know that they're there for you to sort of reach out and touch um, on a daily basis so that you're moving the ball forward in some way. Because see, that's my fear and my, my anxiety is that these days are piling up and I'm not moving the ball forward at all on, right. in any way. Like, what are you doing, Nancy? What are you doing? You know, just moving to Seattle wasn't enough. You've got to do X, Y, Z. You know, you've got to make new friends. You've got to, oh gosh, there's so much. But so that can make put me in that deer at a headlight sort of frozen stance. So I just get easy with myself and say, what pillow are you touching today? Yeah. And that feels good. Yeah. Like today, because I'm talking to the two of you, this is a friends and family day because I think of you two as friends. This is a creativity and innovation day because this is a creative conversation we're having. Um, and so I feel good. So if this is the only thing I do all day, Heck, okay. Nancy, we're not just friends, we're family because we're like the soul sisters <laughs> in, right. in the podcasting we universe. <laughs> family. We're podcast family. So Absolutely. Yes, all right. So uh, looking at your site, there seem to be stories connected to each of the pillars. Are these actual stories like body love reigns supreme, happiness is my compass? Are these, are these actual stories or are they just kind of words that helped open them up? You know what they are? They're, they're mantras, right? Mm -hmm. They're something that we, I think of, you know, body love reigns supreme. When I think about health and wellness, for example, it's, it's not about being a size four or whatever size. It's not about a weight uh, being a certain number on a scale. It's about loving my body. And that's, that's what reigns supreme when I think of health and wellness, feeling good, feeling like I can move, feeling flexible, feeling strong. So that's a just reminder. And when Sherry and I were writing our pillar descriptions and then each one of the mantras, we called them stories because that's the story we want to tell ourselves about health and wellness. Here's the story that we're telling ourselves about that body love reigns supreme, right? Yes. So that's the story. Um, you know, happiness is my compass. Happiness is my compass. Not a certain number of minutes that I meditate every day. Not not some kind of achievement. Happiness in all things is my compass. That's the only reason to even do any of this is because we're, 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 we want that joy. Yeah. So that's the story we tell ourselves internally and externally. And we just, you know, we wrote that out and shared it with people because we wanted to give um, our dream tribe is what we call our, our listeners and subscribers. We call them the dream tribe. We wanted our dream tribe to have some something to hang their own hats on. Like tell yourself that story, you guys, and then tell us what it means to you. And people write in and tell us about, you know, their pillars. It's all so fun. The pillar, the pillar life. <laughs> One of your big pillars is food. And I think probably because of that, you've made a new U-turn in your life and you actually have a cooking show. Which Isn't is very fun? cool. It's great. It's so much fun. Can I desperately want to like make it? your broccoli soup. I like oh, that has the cashews good. in it. 
I was telling Jill and Alicia about the one the episode I watched, and they're like, "Which one you should?" I'm like, "Is that big freaking salad?" The big salad. The big salad. I hope you shared that with someone. It was like enough to feed like a whole circus tent. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. Well, listen, I can eat a big salad. I can eat half of a big salad. When I was living with Sherry, our, our first startup year, the, the the year of our startup, we lived together for a year, and I um, am a cook, and so I was the cook, and you know, which is which was super fun and I loved every minute of it because I love I love making food for people who love to eat food. It's one of the greatest joys of my life. And Sherry is a is a great recipient because everything I made was plant powered and you know super healthy for us. So she was excited. And I would make that big salad almost every day for lunch. We had some form of a big huge salad and we'd each, you know, we'd split it. Delicious. But I'm glad you guys liked the cooking show, the Pillar Life Kitchen show. It's it was really fun to make. I remember once um I don't know, years ago, I was interviewing an expert about weight loss for the woman's magazine I happened to be working for at the time. I think it was Self. And this person, almost in a moment of exasperation, said, you know what? It's just really, really simple. Just eat a big salad for lunch every day. And then don't worry about it. Honestly, if you just have a huge bowl of salad with tons of different colorful things in it, then the rest of the day, whatever happens, happens, you're going to be okay. And I thought, well, if if it's really that simple, you've just put Self Magazine out of business. <laughs> well, you know where I learned that? Do you guys know who Dr. Joel Furman is? Yes. Eat to Live? He went to medical I, school with Mehmet. They were friends he? in medical school. Yeah, they're same class. Are they friends? Are, yeah, are you, do you very, know him? Will you oh, tell yeah. him I said hello? I will. Because I have such, <laughs> I have such a crush on him. Oh, I, he's I, amazing. I, oh, my God. He changed my life, you guys, because that I read that book, Eat to Live, and that's when I really embraced being a plant-powered eater. And I was actually a vegan for a full year. And I followed that book to the letter. And that was what he talked about is like, just make sure that you are eating a big, huge salad, you know, during as many meals as possible and have one meal just be dedicated to that. And and his his point of view on food and plants is, is so smart and good. So I always feel better when I when I follow my, my Furman-esque way of eating. <laughs> so I... I wanted to touch on a little bit, and we never got there, which was your old self. Before you became the Pillar Life and Story and working with Sherry, you were a a brand strategist. Yes. How, how much, for big companies too, for like Fortune mm-hmm. 500 companies, mm-hmm. um, how much of branding, of self-branding, I guess individual branding, not corporation branding, do you bring in now into the story aspect? Is that is telling stories really a way that we create a brand identity? And how is a how is a brand different from a personality? Well, so yeah, so I think it all starts with story. And when I was um, a, a brand strategist and a, and a brand storyteller, brand I, I, I did a lot of writing and a lot of creative campaigns for brands. And and the, really, the only way to get anybody to care about your brand is to tell them a story about it. You know, here's what we stand for. Here's what. Here's who we are as a brand, and and brands, you know, exist to be able to connect and and, and engage a community, to connect with a, a community and engage that community, and to inspire loyalty and to inspire incite, excitement, and that's how brands thrive. And the same is true of people, right? The stories that we tell. I mean, the only the only way to really connect with others is to is to tell them the story of who you are. You know, that's what we do all the time. That's what we're doing right now. I'm telling you the story of who I am. I'm learning the stories about who you guys are. And we feel connected. We feel like soul sisters. We feel like we're part of the same community and that we have a lot in com- common. I mean, that is the, that is the you know, the, the dynamic 
of the human experience. That's why we're all here to connect with each other. And so it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to tell a story well, and, and especially to be able to tell your own story well. And I do think that that is where a lot of people struggle with a, a sense of, of, of being isolated, with a sense of being disconnected, of being lonely, is that they're not really telling the story of who they are effectively to other people. Because all of us, every person, we are all magical, beautiful beings. And, and it's all about being able to, to tell each other our own stories and feel empathy and connectedness with each other. So I bring that, that the, the, the brand stories I told were, were you know, all, all surrounding a, a sense of connectedness, community, and humanness. You know, how does this brand contribute to the human experience? What does this brand stand for? And especially today, and the thing that I love about brand storytelling right now in our world today is that brands are really standing up and, and taking a stand about things. Like this is who we are. We, we stand for you know, inclusiveness. We stand for diversity. We stand for fairness. We stand for equality. Well, they have so, to. I mean, if they, if, have, if, if they don't right. put it out there, someone's going to tell right. a different story about them and they'll be stuck with it. Yes, that's exactly right. In, 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 in the absence of a story, someone will make up a story about a brand and about you and personally. And that's where sort of personal brand story comes into play as well. So brands that are taking a stand, brands that want to be part of the cultural dialogue that we're having right now, they want to be part of the, the sort of cultural momentum and contribute in a positive way. I applaud that. I love that. And, and I tried to help brands do that. Um, and the same, I think, is, 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 is applicable to personal brand storytelling is, you know, you want to contribute to the cultural zeitgeist in some way. You want to be, you want to be empathetic to others. You want to be um, I- I- inclusive to others. You want to connect with others. So what story are you telling? And it comes back to what we were talking about a little while ago. Most of us have two stories that we tell. We've got the story we tell out here on the outside. And then we have a very, very contradictory story we tell ourselves on the inside. And you know the, 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 the trick is to get those two really aligned, to tell your best and highest story and then connect with others and help them tell their best and highest story. You know, to me, that would be a life well-lived. Well, we have loved sharing your stories and hearing your stories from your life well-lived. So thank you so much for being with us today. Ah, yes. Thank you, Nancy. So thanks, you guys. I loved it. Well, come back again soon. And for our listeners, you're going to want to check out the Sherry and Nancy Show podcast and also follow Nancy on Twitter at Nancy Nancy Halla, H-A-L-A. So thanks again to you, Nancy. And also always thanks to our producer, Alicia Haywood in the booth. Rate and review if you haven't done so already. Until next time. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. 
Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 